wonderful day as the full team yes all of the Phillies are down in Clearwater for spring training we've got baseball games coming up this week and more exciting news before we start the show we want to officially let everyone know and welcome our new sponsor we've got to say thank you and welcome to Miller Lite the new official beer of PHLY so happy to have them on board we're showcasing some Miller Lights here Jamie pull on out of Miller Lite there Miller Lite beer, part of the Molson Coors family of beers, the official beer across PHOY in all city. Happy Monday. Welcome to PHOY Phillies podcast. Tyler <laughs> Zuli, Jamie Lynch with a Miller Lite in hand. I feel Renee like it Washington. would be a little rude at this point not to <laughs> welcome in our new friends at Miller Lite with a 11.03 a.m. Miller Lite, Renee. It's because, always 5 o'clock somewhere, Jamie. Well, and that's the beauty of Miller Lite. Wait, you can drink. Oh, oh you're joining go. me. I am. Why not? All right. We got to start this thing off this, in style. This, I love these aluminum cans, Cheers. by the way. I know. There's, yeah. I Cheers. Like Welcome they're... aboard, Miller Lite. Pumped to have you. Been drinking Thanks. you my whole life. Your whole life. From from the womb, came out cracking open a Miller Lite. Miller Lights. <laughs> Most babies cry. JB Lynch came out asking for a Miller Lite. No, that very, sounds like a great. Commercial. Very excited to have Miller Lite on board with us Likewise. for this fun Philly season ahead, Renee. Yes, and we have 23 days until we're down in Clearwater ourselves. 35 days until opening day against the Braves. I guess and we're gonna course, have to drink Miller Lights days. down there, huh? No, five days until we've got some baseball to watch. So it's an exciting Monday, Chris. You're, of course, getting the excitement started. Our very first person in the chat coming in hot. Chris Slemmer. Nice work. Chris Slemmer, yes. Uh, Definitely happy Monday to you. Jersey Kev, second on the the list. Mm, That was really cold. That was good. It was really good. (laughs) (laughs) It's really cold. It is. is. Uh, Spiral out, Dave P. um, John Sequella. Cleveland John, yes, the <laughs> Cleveland John, the table better be empty by the end of the show. Well, they're ready. <laughs> well, they're, you know, we got a whole box here. Um, John says it's, a, it's five o'clock in Spain right now. It is always five o'clock somewhere. You exactly. know what they say about so, those Spaniards? They love their Miller Lights. Dave saying shotgun it. Um, listen, you guys are, com- you're, you're expecting a lot from us here. It's a Monday at 11, but it is five o'clock somewhere. So yes, absolutely. All right. So happy to have all of you guys here with us because not only do we get a chance to crack open some beer with you and hey, maybe go grab a Miller Lite yourself and join us to drink some beer at 11 a.m. Yeah, hit that thumbs also, up for Miller's Lite. Bingo. Hit the thumbs up. Let's join the conversation because it is the first day of full roster training down in Clearwater, guys. It's happened. The full squad is here. The boys are back in town. And it's time you to finally. that was coming at some point. I know. I mean, how do you not? It's our thumbnail. Like, and when they come back into Philly, we're going to say it again. The boys are back in town. Um, but we also have some news to get into. Bryce Harper spoke up and was talking to the media. Bryson Stott, Trey Turner had some quotes around the league. I see in the chat some uh, chatter about Mike Trout. Yep, Mike Trout, Blake Snell. There's plenty to talk about today. We're going to do our best to run through it. And, and uh, we'll see how long it takes. So, 
first things first, some logistics that were figured out. Spencer Turnbull, the deal, we finally got the details, $2 million plus $2 million in incentives. He's locked in, of course, this weekend. Thanks for all of you that checked out our emergency podcast because we also had the breaking news around not only Alec Bone winning arbitration, but the newest Philly, Whit Merrifield, that's joined the team. And now we can take a deeper dive. We can breathe. We've had a chance, Jamie, to sleep on it, to process what this means for the Phillies and signing Whit Merrifield, who will be rocking number nine for the Phillies, signing that one-year deal, that $8 million contract. Of course, he's got the club option, so it's $1 million buyout. Uh, his salary this year will be $7 million with bonuses. Um, and with that, he can max out at $16.6 million over two seasons. 34, 35-year-old Whit Merrifield, an all-star, a utility piece, Mr. Super Utility, we should call him. And we'll give him a nickname. I know Mickey was saying the other day, wit wit. I don't know. You know, we'll I gotta I gotta process a nickname. But Jamie, we've got our piece. You yeah. think this is it for the I, Phillies? I heard uh I, I do. I heard Rob Ellis say on WIP, people are always are, are already calling him Whitfield, but not mm. as like a nickname as just a classic Philadelphia okay. uh, you know, butchering of the pronunciation. I tend to think it is kind of their their last move. Um, you know, $8 million is what he's getting regardless if the team decides to walk away from him at the end of the year. So it's essentially a one-year $8 million deal, um, which is an expensive bench piece slash utility guy. Yeah. Uh, I dove into his numbers last year to see exactly what his breakdown was of games at what position, and it went like this. 84 games at second base. 84 games in the outfield. 81 of those were in left field. He played six games in right field. I, and I know 81 and 84 don't add up, but I'm sure there was some late game uh, yeah. defensive replacements or he switched mid-game, whatever mm -hmm. it may be. So he's primarily a left fielder uh, and a second baseman. Now, I saw some people out there saying, like, you know, this move doesn't really do it for them. He's not the same. You know, he can't really play center field. No, he can't. Uh, in Matt Gelb's article, he said, you know, they, they might have some hope he can also play third. Uh, but it's primarily a left field, second base. Uh, we'll see. I think the Bryson Stott, you know, struggle against lefties thing is completely overblown and ridiculous at this point. But Brandon Marsh can't hit lefties. So maybe mm. on those days, if Brandon Marsh doesn't show you, he starts in left, uh, gives, you know, Stott a break every once in a while, maybe, you know, offsets bone there yeah and then of course you can move marsh over to center field mm -hmm. uh, on a day that rojas needs off so he essentially does uh patch the center field insurance oh yeah uh as well so you know there's a lot to like about him i i think what's best about this is at the end of last year he kind of wore down and broke down yes yes so if you don't have to put the miles on him of a full-time mm -hmm. starter like he was last year he might be able to sustain better numbers in August and September. And that was the key thing that I took away Excuse as me, I was I'll reading sip some more delicious. No, it's fine. Away. Because first of all, in the chat, I, let me point out some comments in the chat. I know you guys are talking about, uh, you know, the stadium series for the Flyers. Uh, Mickey Durkin, if I can shotgun. But sure, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but not right now. And Lisa, yes, we are drinking this morning. You are off from school, I'm sure, Lisa. <laughs> so crack President's open the Miller Lite. Happy President's Day. You are off school. And, of course, Spiral Out Jamie is reminding us because, yes, I've gotten more of you guys on my side of this. Happy 8th Monday oh, of God. 2024. Spiral Out said it. I'm just reading what he said because, listen, we're friends, we're here. We're here. Um, but overall... 
Uh, and I'm not going to make comments on the fact that people are saying you're wearing Mets colors. It actually is not orange. It's the camera that's making it look a little bit more Mets. It's more of a coral. No, I don't know what the but hell this color is. <laughs> it's coral. It's bright. It's like a, it's like a pinkish. But either yeah. way, the camera is making it look a little bit more Metsy than it is. But oh, as you were mentioning, Jamie, overall, I feel like one of the biggest things I like about um, Mary... Dang it, what am I going to call him? You know, I'm trying to just, you know, your road just, just let came it come to me. Just let it come to you. Don't force it. <laughs> WM, uh, Dub M, uh, Witty M, just, just Mary Mary. Um, it's fine. <laughs> Less is more with him. And I know people were talking about, oh, is he coming in to take someone's spot? Is he going to be the replacement for Yoro if it's not working? He's anybody's replacement. If anybody's injured, if anybody's having a, a slump. In a slump, if anybody just needs a rest, if anybody just needs, you know, we just need a change up in the in the lineup. Witty is that guy. <laughs> no, that wasn't it either. No. Um, Wit isn't that guy. Like he's that guy that can fit wherever is needed. So he's not coming in and take an individual spot. He's coming in to help everybody individually. But I think for him with less is more concept for this season, because we do know the Phillies were looking to bring in somebody that's not an everyday starter. Whit Merrifield can be that guy that if he plays less games, because he's got a lot of miles on the tank, even though he didn't come to the majors until 27, he still has a lot of miles in the tank. He's a little bit older. So we saw the drop off last year and I saw this go out. Uh, NBC actually was sharing this, that Whit was hitting he was hitting like 306 yeah, 304 before August. Yeah, 304 with a 7.81 OPS through August 15th of last season and then had a 30-game slump to close out the season. And so if you can get that 75% from him in the entire year where maybe he's playing less games but still hitting around those numbers, that's what you want from Whit Merrifield. So I think um, Whit Merrifield overall to be that piece where you don't need him every day is going to be perfect. Yeah, so. they, uh, they said his exit velocity or his – you know, exit velocity off the bat in August and September dropped dramatically. Mm -hmm. And that's why they think it's just, you know, a sign of him wearing down and playing every day. He's probably not that anymore. Um, his yeah. exit velocity's plummeted. But before August, he was really, really good. I mean, exactly. He was an all-star type player. Uh, now, the thing with him, there are some, you know, I guess some mild negatives that he's not the same player he was, but who is? Yeah. Uh, lost a little bit of speed. I think he got caught stealing 10 or 12 times last year. Uh, but what you're going to get is a professional hitter. We've talked about it, like decent average, not a great on base. Mm -hmm. uh, but the good thing about him, which is kind of exactly what the Phillies were missing, is productive outs. Mm -hmm. He's not going to K a ton. I think he has around a 16 and Good a half. At bats. Yeah, 16 and a half career um, K rate, which is pretty decent. But one third of his outs last year were considered productive outs, uh, meaning they either advanced runners or they yep. scored a runner uh, with less than two outs in the inning. So that's exactly what the Phillies needed, especially come playoff time, was more productive outs. You know, not swinging and chasing and stuff outside the zone. I think he's a guy more than anything that's just going to give you stability. And the other nice thing about him, too, is uh, I heard my old friend Bob Cooney talking about this this morning. Lineup versatility, not only defensively. I love that. But offensively. Yes. Like you can kind of plug him anywhere in the lineup. Really, I mean, mm -hmm. you know, maybe not lead off uh, as ideal, but you have Turner and Stott and Schwarber there. Uh, but you can pretty much put him like two through nine in the lineup. And, yep. you know, he doesn't have power number. I'm not saying he's a four, but like if he needed to fill in at the four or five, you feel as though you're at least getting a competent major league hitter up there. Oh, yeah. That knows what he's doing situationally, you know, just a smart ball player. Um, 
Mm-hmm. You know, there's really, there's really not anything to dislike about this. Witty is my guy. Listen, math teacher, uh, Flyers Joe, Alan Mack, who's checking in from Victoria, Canada. What's up, guys? Nice BC. to have some new, some other friends joining us here live today, especially if you're off uh, for President's Day and you get to join us live here. Listen, what I like about Wit, and guys, I'm going to get a nickname I've because I feel Victoria, like Wit is just not giving what it's supposed to. It's, it's his name. I know. <laughs> I know, but I feel like I need a more baller name he's got to earn that he does he does just like jeff hoffman has to earn number 23 didn't just happen day one like it took time for me to develop yo bro so we're gonna we're gonna take some time for wit but um overall as you're mentioning in the chat i did see john sequela mentioning that wit was also dealing with a groin issue in the second half last summer you know wit merrifield is exactly what i feel like okay i'm not saying you guys didn't do this too but i know for a fact I was on this hill manifesting versatility, 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 because down the stretch, and we talked about this in our emergency pod, one of the most frustrating things to me was we all knew where the Phillies were struggling, but there was no, there were no alternatives for it. It was Jake Cave or Christian Pache was the only option for at-bats. Okay, what, what else can the Phillies do? And so this gives you, like you mentioned, not only in the fielding side defensively, but also at-bats that you have the potential to slop witty wit wit in any <laughs> wizzy wit wit and anywhere needed. I know, I know, I know, I know. Oh gosh, I'm trying, guys. Did you get it out of your system? I did. I'm done. Okay. That might be the last one. Good. I just had to like try those last names that were lingering in my brain and none of them, none of them sounded yeah, great. Yeah, so now like the question becomes who's out? Is Old it Cave? Man, wit. So Cave and Pache, <laughs> one of them is sweating now all oh, of a sudden. Yeah. Um, I personally would say goodbye to Cave. Um, you don't even the, know his first name, so I feel like well, you're Nick definitely Nick slash Jake go. Cave, whichever. Yeah. Um, I personally saw enough from Pache last year where I think he took some strides offensively um, that probably nobody saw coming as mm-hmm. he came away from the athletics. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would keep him and the youth and the potential. Like yeah. Nick slash Jake Cave is – you've seen what – Bingo. You're going to get. The only thing is he has the advantage of being a left-handed batter, whereas Witt and Pache are right-handed mm-hmm. batters. Mm-hmm. So if you want that little extra, uh, you know, offset of bats, maybe Cave gets the advantage there. But me yeah. personally, if I'm Dave Dombrowski and Sam Fold, I, I saw some pretty nice things out of Christian Pache last year. I would say bye-bye Cave. Both are out of minor league options. I know Cave yeah. has like... I think one million you have to pay him to to you know so it's a more expensive mm-hmm. dismissal. But for me, it's easy. Tyler, I don't know how you feel about that. I'm I'm yeah. Team Pache over Team Cave. Cave gives you more <laughs> I'm versatility. Team Pache, and he is left-handed. Uh, I'm curious where yeah. where you fall on that. Yeah, one. I think that that's certainly fair. I, I will say the one thing that um, I believe he does, and I'd have to go back and check. The one thing that we all know that Dave Dombrowski loves is options. Yeah, and my assumption is Pache may have one no, more. He's out. He's out. Him okay. and Cave are both out. Well, That's why it makes it. If a tough. they're both out, then the decision I think probably comes down to: Do they want a left-handed bat or not? Do they want a guy who that they feel is going to give them defensive value? And can play first, and Jake Cave can play first. Like, mm-hmm. so you're weighing all of these options. I think. But if it's just, just a ball on, player, on, I want on Pache. the onset. You yeah. want Pache, and there, I don't think there's a question about it. But it wouldn't surprise me. I know. But Cave's the, the favorite. The alternative too. The other thing too is like if you're going to have to pass one of these guys through waivers, who do you think you're going to be able to retain? Right. And the answer is Cave. Yeah. Like I think Pache if you, gets scooped if you up. Put, if you put Pache through waivers, 
Pache is going to get claimed. Absolutely. Yeah. I know in the chat we're getting a lot of uh, input. Starting on the nickname side, Lisa's saying Wit does not need a nickname, but I I see a lot His of... His name is already kind of nickname. It is, and it's a short, you know, a one-syllable name doesn't really need a nickname, so I hear you on that. Um, but I do see some other possibles. Chris Lemmer is saying the Wister. Um, Ray is saying ABC, anybody but Cave, <laughs> as his nickname. Uh, John is saying the Wismeister, Woodenator, Woodorama. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. But in terms of the conversation, and Whit Stillman. Got it. Me of Sorry, Schneider. But I that know. SNL skit. But in terms of the discussion of who should be sweating the most, you know, I'm seeing various things in the chat. I agree with you guys. John is saying that he would keep Cave over Clemens. Patre is basically an older Rojas. Hypothetical man's imagining that Cave stays, but Castro is out. Um, I see also, Dave, you're saying, I like Cody. Uh, Pache has good speed, Mickey, you're saying. Yeah, he's got youth and Scott, athleticism. Scott, you're saying, That's what's up, Scott? Yeah, Scott is saying Cave will stay, Castro will be out. You know, I think some, I think, listen, it might not be Cave or Pache, but someone's someone's going to be I out. I mean, Rodolfo, they kept, has a minor league option. That was the whole point right. of keeping him they, behind. They also, too, like, you got to think about it, and, and and John points it out, right? So the backup catcher's got a spot, so Stubbs <laughs> is making the team. Yeah, yeah. So Your best oh, utility yeah. infielder is, well, now it's Whit Merrifield, but prior, prior to that, it was it was Edmundo mm -hmm. Sosa. So those three guys are locks for the yeah. roster. Castro does nothing Sosa for him. You probably have one more roster spot. I would think you're going to carry 13 and 13 unless they decide to go 14 and 12, which would be surprising. I think you're going to carry one more bench piece, right. and that's where it comes down to. to Cave's going to make Cle it, Clemens but I think and, it's a mistake. Clemens and, um, and Castro do not factor into this, unless one of them play like exceptionally well in spring training and, and, Castro for, will be in Lehigh and Valley. force a hand. Yeah. They're both mm. going to be in Lehigh Valley. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and you know something where I don't have to sweat? Um, when I go to my local beer store, yeah. I just go, I know what I'm grabbing. I'm grabbing Miller Lite. Because from ho holiday gatherings to office parties to the golf course to going to the pool with the family, I always know Miller Lite is there for me. These aluminum uh, bottle cans are delightful. So, so super cold. Uh, <laughs> and you, you can make moments even better with Miller Lite. The great tasting light beer for people who love beer. Uh, a new year. It's a perfect time for friends, family, and great tasting light beer. Uh, almost every single family event I go to, there's a 30 rack of Miller Lite out on the deck. When I go golfing, yeah, you know, I either grab some Miller Lights from Walt at the bar or, you know, I stash a couple in my bag that Walt doesn't need to know about. Uh, but it's a great tasting light beer. And look, it's going to be beach season soon. Uh, you know, it's time to it's time to get swole, Renee. It's time to cut some weight. And Miller Lite, 96 calorie Ooh. light beer. Uh, 3.2 grams of carbs for every 12 ounces. Miller time is always a good time. It's the original light beer since 1975, and it's still the best one. It's brewed for its taste. If you like beer, you like Miller Lite. It's easy drinking. It's cold. It just hits when the sunshine is out. I can't wait to crack a Miller Lite at Frenchie's in left field down in Clearwater. It's the taste you can depend on. No games, no gimmicks, just great beer for people who like beer. Simple ingredients like malted barley for rich, balanced toffee note flavors and the iconic golden color. Miller Lite, great taste, 96 calories. Go to MillerLite.com slash P-H-L-Y Phillies. That's MillerLite.com slash P-H-L-Y Phillies or excuse me, P-H-L-Y fills to find delivery options near you. You can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much everywhere they sell beer. That's one of the other beauties. You know, you're traveling around the country. Mm -hmm. I went on a dude's golf trip a couple of weeks ago. Miller Lite's everywhere I go. I don't even have to think about it. 
Tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories and 3.2 carbs for every 12 ounces. Ah, the good stuff. And as you talk about getting swole, because we've got it. It's summertime. It's time to get your beach bodies ready. Yeah, 96 calories. And it's also time to get your Mm. clear water bodies ready because we are headed down to spring training ourselves. We've got the countdown here. 23 days. Thank. Did you finish that? Because Mickey said you were making him nervous. Uh, Just about. All right. 23 days until we are down in clear water. You guys can actually join us because we're having our very first PHOI spring training takeover. You can hang with us, but more importantly, you can hang with Philly's legend, Charlie Manuel. You can also be able to celebrate your St. Patrick's Day with the Booze Cruise because on St. Mm. Patrick's Day, we're going to be riding out on a private yacht with a catered dinner, drinks. What's what's better than that? Oh, wait. Also, you get a chance to go see the games in action. And with the Philly Sports Trip, who we're partnering with, they do a fantastic job of planning everything for you. They're going to plan transportation, the food, the drinks, all the fun, the excursions, game tickets. So Philly Sports Trips is going to make sure it's an entire experience for you, where from flights and hotels to game tickets and transportation, you don't have to worry about it. You can show up and be ready to have fun. So again, we're headed down to Clearwater March 13th through the 18th, which is just 23 days from now. And with our trip coming up soon, make sure you do not miss out on this opportunity. Don't wait to book. Head to allphoi.com slash events to learn more and book your trip today. You've been seeing our spring training, lower third. We're, it's happening, guys. We're getting closer to warm weather. All right. As we are also getting closer to warm weather, that means we are also getting closer to uh, this official start of the season. And with that, we've been hearing more and more Thank since God. the full team. I know. I five know. days five till days. Phillies baseball. Five days, guys. I, I wish five. every game could be broadcast. Five. Um, five days till game time. Do you know what? Do you know what jingle I'm trying yeah, to copy? Yeah, five dollar foot long. Okay, that was an easy one. Yeah, all right. Ah, oh, dang it. <laughs> all right, so, <laughs> so with five days until game time and the whole team down in Clearwater, we've had a chance to hear from the guys because the boys are back in town now. There are quotes coming around because we're getting the chance to hear from the Phillies talking to the media. Let's start with Bryce Harper, though, because Bryce actually had a lot to say, starting with talking about his new teammate, Wit, Witty Wit. He was saying uh, how just, he actually... Just Wit. <laughs> just Bryce is saying how excited he is about Wit and how they actually spoke about two weeks ago and had some conversation about Philly and things like that and how Wit is excited to be here. It's, he's going to be great for the team. He's had a great career, uh, even when he was younger at South Carolina as a two-time national champ. And he's a veteran guy. And you know, Jamie and Tyler, how much I love the idea of the Phillies adding another veteran guy because that was also something I was really harping on. As a 35-year-old, he's a vet in the clubhouse. He's going to bring that into the team, Bryce was saying. he's 34. Let's not, let's not age him. Isn't he 34? No, he's 30. I mean, 34. I, he's let's 30. Not age him. I've heard 34 Maybe and 35. Maybe 35 this season. I think he's still 34. Bryce said he was 34. And whatever Bryce says goes. Okay, right. that's what Garrett Stubbs says. Whatever comes from number, whatever number three says, and let me tweak that. Goes. Uh, he is 35. So Bryce Bryce is a man of, of all the troops. Mm. Um, but I did see some reports having him at 34. I think maybe he just celebrated a birthday. birthday. I don't confusing? know. The point is, Bryce was saying how much he's going to be great for the team. And that's why we're excited just about this. Just turned 35. Okay. Okay. There it is. That's why we're also excited about this as well. Now, other things that Bryce was talking about, of course, 
the first base discussion, Reese Harper discussion, uh, Reese Harper, Reese Hoskins discussion. And so he was saying how, you know, we heard this before, you know, he wanted to do whatever. He was on board with anything that the team wanted him to do, whether that was right field, whether that was first base. He told them that. And he just feels like as a collective, they said first base is where we want you. And he was like, OK, I'll do any, everything I can to be there. And that's what I want to do. And so, you know, I feel like this is our first chance since we are finally in the spring training to hear directly from the guys we haven't had a chance to hear from them. We've heard more from, from Dave. We've heard more from just reports. But to hear him even just speaking on his buddy Reese's departure um, kind of was like, oh, it's, it was that reminder that this is, it's real. Reese is, Reese is gone. Bryce is our everyday first baseman. Go, One down. About 20 more to go. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I was like, yes, I'm I'm excited about this, but it was a little bit emotional, but it was exciting at the same time. Yeah, I, I think uh, Bryce Harper probably really liked the adrenaline rush of playing first base compared to right field and never really wanted to say, I want to play first base because yeah. that meant, you know, he was basically forcing Reese Hoskins out the door. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe the Phillies also probably would prefer their heart and soul of their team uh, you know, takes the wear and tear off of his body of right field. One, you're not taxing your arm on throws as much. Right. Two, it's just you don't have to run and dive as much. It's a it's a less injury prone position. So, you know, they still have eight years remaining on Bryce Harper's contract. So I'm sure John Middleton and Dave Dombrowski were like, Bryce, you were already great at it. Just go to first yeah. base. It makes things better. Um, we'll say, we'll be the bad guys. that says we wanted you to do this. So you don't have to sweat Reese, but exactly. I'm really looking forward to seeing him play first base all year. Uh, he was exceptional at it right off the bat. No. So you would imagine he put in even more work in the off season. Mm-hmm. Uh, John's been tweeting out videos, our own John Foley. If you're not following him yet, 2008 fills with a Z, uh, follow him. Uh, but uh, you know, they were doing fundamental practices today. I'm sure Bryce got even better. At I first. Know. So it's going to be fun to see him play first all, all season. Looking forward to it. And most importantly, it removes Kyle Schwarber from ever having to play defense again, uh, which my eyeballs and sanctity um, thank <laughs> Rob for and Dave for making that decision. Yes, we, we thank you very much for making that happen because we don't have to see Kyle Schwarber um, out in the left, you know, out in the field at all. And we can have him as DH and we don't have to see even we get to see a great Bryce Harper at first base. But we also get a chance to see Kyle Schwarber down in Clearwater right now because our own John Foley has been doing, as you were mentioning, Jamie, a great job of providing insight, giving videos, pictures, sharing what's going on. He was all weekend also around the team. And so he did have this great uh, click of Kyle Schwarber that you guys can take a look at because guys, the boys are back in town. Look at a skinnier looking Kyle Schwarber doing his thing. It's time to finally be able to see the guys back out batting. They're in the cages. Uh, We're seeing bullpen sessions. We're seeing batting practice. We're seeing them running the bases. We're seeing them even just walk around and interact with fans. We love this. Kyle Schwarber, I will say, definitely looks a lot thinner. Um, I don't know. He was drinking those Miller Lights all offseason. He must have been. He's looking a lot more. It's giving slimmer. It's Kyle Slimber. (laughs) We don't have to do that. We don't. Uh, but the best part of seeing Kyle Schwarber hitting in the cages right there, 
uh, is the guy immediately off his back left foot uh. behind the cage. Charlie Manuel and John put a video out. Charlie was out on the field as they were constructing the batting yes. cat, the batting cage. Like he was waiting for guys to get to the plate. Um, it's great to just see him in yeah. his happy place, which and is that's what Cleveland John, <laughs> Cleveland John saying Uncle Charlie in his natural habitat. Yeah, like, like just <laughs> leaning on the rail. Like I remember Jimmy Rollins used to say, like the best baseball conversations I had in my life were with Charlie behind the batting cage. Aww. Just watching guys, pointing stuff out, talking, you know, philosophies and situational stuff. It's uh, it's great to see Charlie leaning against the cage. There. Yeah, definitely. And thanks to John for sharing that with us. He's not able to join us on the show live today because he actually is out at batting practice, interacting, grabbing some footage, covering it. But he will be joining us tomorrow. He should be on the show with us live tomorrow to be able to, uh, you know. John says Renee's not allowed to drink I at 11 a.m. I saw that. I was. I had a I was this is me every day all day y'all know this already it is um this is a thousand percent me it's not the Miller light but I will say it does make me feel a little bit lighter <laughs> oh my God. all right so You're like oh for 70 today on these puns <laughs> I don't think you've hit one yet <laughs> worst parlay ever that's a knee slapper all right so Bryce is also talking I'm so corny guys I'm sorry sometimes I'm funny and sometimes I'm just not and today's just one of those not funny days so I mean you're trying it's not slowing you down I know I'm trying one of these is gonna stick um so then Bryce was also talking about the extension conversation because as we know that's been something that we've talked about a lot in this offseason and listen this is what Bryce had to say I there's been communication there between myself and Dave Dombrowski and also Scott and Dave as well obviously I want to be here for a long time we'll see what happens uh i want to be here for a long time playing into my 40s that's the biggest thing for me so i wanted to get that done bryce we would love to see 40 year old bryce harper still playing in philly at a high level uh we want to see that get done also but i mean i don't get the uh, feeling from the phillies that they're in any hurry to give no. it to them <laughs> you know dave dombrowski like two weeks ago on wip said yeah anybody can want anything <laughs> and I was yeah, like, I want a million dollars myself. Yeah, and I was like, oh, damn. I want to be funnier. <laughs> like, he kind of just came out and said, like, you know, that's a pretty nice contract you have. Be happy with it. Uh, but, you know, with these Otanis and Yamamotos and, you know, the, the price, yesterday's price is not today's price. Bingo. That's why you got an 11-year deal or a 10-year deal, whatever it was. Um you know, like, that was a sacrifice you made at the time. Yeah. And you might have to just tell your agent. Uh, to go get you some more endorsements to make up for it. Like, I, you know, like, I don't feel bad for Bryce Harper. I don't think anybody <laughs> does. I certainly understand where he's coming from with an annual, you know, salary that's going to be, it's like 24th in baseball or something, isn't it? When you take into account all the pitchers, it's, yeah. it's like in the mid-20s. So, and, and, and he's going to be an MVP candidate most years he plays. So, like, I get it, but at the same time, I don't care. Yeah, so here's <laughs> like, here's you're where fine. exactly here's where the numbers stack up. So obviously we know back when Harper inked that three hundred thirty million dollar contract at the time, it was the largest, and then Mike Trout beat that later. Um, now Bryce's contract ranks eighth all time in total value behind Shohei Otani, Mike Trout, Mookie Betts, Aaron Judge, Manny Machado, uh, Francisco Lindor, and Fernando Tatis. And then also in terms of AAV, 
His is 46th all time and currently in the league. Um, I think we had him at like 26 at one point. Yeah, he's like somewhere right he was. in the mid Yeah, so obviously others are getting more money than like, him yeah. because the market is is going up but the versus Phillies, where it was. I like to hear that out of him. Like, I do, I do. You signed the deal, dude. Like, we don't have to do anything. Yeah. We'll, we'll address you in your early 40s in a couple of years, but... We still have eight more years until we get there. So yeah, like, deal with it. That's what Lisa's like. You sign what you sign and yeah. you, you know, plan accordingly. And thank you guys for the props for my comments. I'm getting some, uh, some they like positive. The they like my time. It is. It's, it's feeling like open mic time. And, uh, you guys are snapping away in the chat. I appreciate that. All right. So Trey Turner also, uh, was speaking up about a bad look for the jerseys. Um, Listen, we talked about it when they came out, the fonts being smaller on the nameplates on the back of the jersey, but the most alarming part of it is the fact that the material is not good. Like, you are not getting professional quality jerseys. And so Trey was saying, I know everyone hates them, um, and we all liked what we had. We understand business, but I think everyone wanted to keep it the same way for the most part with some tweaks here or there. I always live by the motto, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like, the jerseys were fine. The material was fine. Yeah, this but it wasn't vaporized. the vapor technology. Oh, okay. Like, sit it down with this vapor technology. There was some There's positives, although the press oh. release came from Major League Baseball, so you kind of have to, like, question its uh, authenticity. I yeah, think Ronald nice. Acuna and a couple others, like, said, oh, they like the way it feels, and they like they, they, it fits better. And I was like, that seems like Rob Manfred was like, eh, quick, issue a press release saying some players that are really good like it. Mm -hmm. um, we'll see what happens. I mean, it just they just look cheesier. Like the nameplate is yeah. so, so much tinier. Exactly. Um, so I think I don't like why would you make the names tinier? Like people want to see. If you're trying to build more of that name recognition for fans, um, like for, most Philly like, sickos are going to recognize 45 Zach Wheeler. Okay, yeah, I don't but need like to see it. you're trying but to like reach the yeah, other fans. Like, you know, new people are coming to the ballpark all the time. Kids, you know, MLB's on the uptick in personality or in you know their personality shining and mm -hmm. just kind of becoming cool again. And it's like you're going to make the names smaller. Like, yeah, and what the hell, Nike? Yeah, uh, it's it's odd. It's too much. Um, because I, I just feel like they're overthinking things and they're trying too hard to find a way to make maybe like cut down on probably the cost of what it makes. That's all it boils to make down jerseys, to. to make more money and increase the profit. There's always the bottom dollar is always what's uh, the factor behind everything. Um, also, we've got another Bryce on the Phillies. Um, and no, it's not first name Bryce. The Phillies have officially announced they've signed right handed pitchers Austin Bryce. And Ricardo Pinto, an outfielder, David Dahl to minor league contracts with invites to big league camp. Phillies Woo! still making some minor moves around there. Yeah, Ricardo Pinto had a stint with the Phillies before previously. Mm. Uh, his numbers at the uh, the Caribbean World Series. Are you a Caribbean or a Caribbean? It depends on the vibe of the day. I say both. Tyler? There, there's a distinct <laughs> difference. So when you are going there or you're oh speaking about it, it's... Caribbean. But if you're talking about the movie or the ride, Pirates of the Caribbean. So you think this Actually, is the, the movie the, factor, the you Jack never, Sparrow it, effect? No, you no, no, never yes, say Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates you do of the Caribbean. Say Pirates of the Caribbean. It's the, yeah. it's it's the Caribbean. Caribbean. It's the Caribbean yeah. series, yes. Yes. But uh, but nobody like hears Caribbean and says like, oh you're wrong. Like right. it's just like if I say I want to go to the Caribbean islands. Or I want to go to the Caribbean. Caribbean. I mean, like, I'd like I to be know. in the Caribbean. I'd right love now. to. Ugh, 
Why did you have to go there? Yeah. Well, anyway, Ricardo Pinto uh, in the Venezuela, you know, league in the Caribbean series, put up some really phenomenal numbers. He got a a minor league invite or a minor league contract with an invite to big league camp. Um, you know, he's probably just a camp body, but you know, those are like real deal, uh, you know, professional hitters uh, in those two series he played in, and his numbers were spectacular. So yeah. why not? It, it seems like they're just throwing a wide lasso out on a ton of guys with minor league options like and, see, and seeing what they can, uh, you know, turn into gold. And it's a good philosophy to have. Uh, welcome back, uh, Dick Pinto. <laughs> yeah, it's nice to see that. I don't they're... know if Ricardo and Richard exactly translate. I don't know that it does. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I know Richard Close. does. But... Dick Pinto's got a sounds like a good uh, something. <laughs> don't, no. don't do it. No. Okay. So I'm I was thinking like on. private detective. I'm gonna just let that. I'm gonna just lay that. Let that stay right there. Um, and let okay. you like marinate in that. Um, because I don't know. I don't know what to say back to audit. Dick to be Pinto sounds like you a like, detective, you got- <laughs> doesn't he? Uh, hey, I'm a, it's a detective. Detective Dick Pinto. Dick Pinto uh, what's going on here? Reporting for LAPD. <laughs> so we'll uh, see. Most of those guys, you don't sure. have to worry about. Maybe they. And I'm we'll the one with bad in, nicknames. Yeah, we'll see um, him in uh, Lehigh Valley. <laughs> So exactly. Now some other things Bryson Stott was talking about Aaron Nola. We know Aaron Nola, um, and actually he reiterated this recently to the press and to the media about how the Braves had interest and the business part of free agency. A lot of teams were looking for pitching. He, it was part of the process. He wanted to go through it and talk to teams. The Braves, of course, were interested. And not only is Bryson Stott happy, we're all happy that Aaron Nola did not go to the Braves and stayed right here in Philly. But Bryson Stott did have some nice things to say about his comrade, Jamie, about, you know, there's no better person in the clubhouse. He's a really good pitcher, but a better person, one of the best pitchers in the league, and he respects everyone, and everyone respects him. And it's really big for him to be back. Aaron Nola just seems like that guy that nobody really has any qualms or quarrels with. Yeah, I think when you know? you're like a steady personality, whether yeah. it's game six of the World Series or day one of spring training, if you're just like steady and reliable and people know what to expect from you, I think that goes like a long way. When you're together, you know, 200 plus days of the year, like knowing that Nola's not going to come in like pissy one day or like, you know, super like bubbly mm-hmm. fake the next day. And yeah. like just being steady, I think is uh, is key. And it's it's cool to see a quote like that from a, from a young guy who recognizes, yeah. you know, what Nola brings to the club outside of the uh, the pitching. Yeah, and then I know Stott was also talking about Turner. I'll yeah, they you... were busting each other's balls. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Um, so they were, you know, working on their double play techniques all this weekend. And again, follow John Foley at 2008 Phils, Phils with a Z. Uh, he's been posting a ton of great videos of just, you know, the guys working out in the batting cages and just the true sicko baseball, like, you know, itch to scratch here. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Stott and Turner were together a lot this weekend and Boston Stones and Turner uh, was talking to NBC Sports Philly in the locker room and, and basically just said like, yeah, there's no reason Trey shouldn't have more stolen bases. You know, he's supposed to be the fast guy yet. I got more stolen bases than him. That shouldn't be, that shouldn't be the situation. He should have more than me. So it's mm-hmm. almost like he's kind of challenging him a little bit. Uh, and then they asked Turner about it and he said, yeah, you know, I do think there's, some more opportunity for me to steal this year. He's like, you know, I got to, I got to catch up to Bryson. And it seems like they have a pretty good uh, relationship going like there. It. The lockdown of the middle of the infield for the next, you know, probably what does Turner have left now? Nine years. Yeah. What was he? He was the 11 year deal. Harper was 10. So I think he's got 
10 more years here mm -hmm. and Bryson Stott's probably going to be here for the better part of the next decade. So, right. You know, those two better be best damn friends. They're going to be here for a long time. Exactly. Exactly. I like that. Um, I know Cleveland John does not like the fact that you have a Starbucks cup. You're basically chasing your Miller light with Starbucks. That's a good combination. Sure. Yeah. Caffeine and Miller. I see that's Excuse the beauty me. of Miller Lite. It just I'm goes well with Miller everything. As we speak. Whether it's caffeine, a burger, a grouper sandwich. It just, Miller Lite's versatile. It goes with everything. Okay, look it's at you seven. putting an extra plug. I yeah, like that. Yeah, just yeah. another casual ad read there or, you know. Yeah. Natural. And if you were, uh, you know, looking for some excitement this offseason, well, the Sixers boys are taking over the Wells Fargo Friday night, the 23rd. This is a great game. Uh, the All-Star break is over. The Sixers are looking to, you know, get some good news on Joel Embiid here in the month of March. Uh, but they're looking to finish the year strong. And they have the Cleveland Cavaliers. And you can join Derek, Kyle, and Devon this Friday night. Only 10 tickets are left. So get them while you can. Head to allphly.com. Uh, you'll see the events tab up top. Uh, on the calendar, you can grab your tickets right there. And if you're on the site and you like what you see and you want to become a diehard, well, a diehard membership gets you discounts to these type of takeover events and other things we're doing. So maybe you want to become a diehard. You get a free piece of merchandise every year. You get 20% off events. Uh, so you get tons of great stuff like premium written content from Bo, Zach, Charlie, John, Kyle, Derek. Ton of great stuff going on. Uh, with the written content from those guys on the Die Hard membership. You get that free shirt. Uh, you get the members-only Discord. I'm a big Discord guy now, so uh, have mm -hmm. a good time in there, chopping it up with all the diehards of PHLY. So make sure when you're on the site, you're thinking about Die Hard, it gets you 20% off the takeover tickets on Friday night. So if you want to go to the game with Devon, Derek, and Kyle, by becoming a Die Hard, you'll automatically get 20% off the takeover on Friday night. Yeah. Uh, so think about it. 20% off all merch and events we do. Head over to allphly.com and join us, the best sports fans in the city. All right. While we're learning about our team's updates, uh, my apologies because we've been doing a disservice to Wit. It is Whitley. Whitley David Merrifield. Whitley with an E-Y. I won't be calling so, that. What is his nickname? Oh, gosh. Duh. That's that's such a lax name. It's that's a little cool. A, that does yeah. sound like I, bro name. I'm not going to lie. I actually was more okay with his first name being Wit, but Whitley David. Well, don't bring his parents into this. I'm not bringing his parents into it. You just but said just... that they have poor taste in names. All right. It's a bad name. <laughs> it's, a bad, it's a bad name. I don't know where it came from. Maybe Whitley? it's a family could name. Be a, yeah, it could be an old family Maybe it's passed. Down from his grandma. I don't care if it came from <laughs> as far back as Noah's Ark. It's a bad name. I've heard way worse than Whitley. For sure. For sure. Yeah. But Wit's, I mean, Wit's definitely okay, better. Wit, you earned yourself the nickname. It is just Wit. Yes. Um, but Jersey Kev, John, Dave, Mickey, Cleveland, Will, what's up, Will? Hit that thumbs up button while you guys are here. Let's join the chat because we've got to get into our third baseman rankings. Loaded now, position. We have been ranking each position based off of our projected anticipated thoughts heading into 2024. It's based off what we've seen in the past, what we think they're going to do in 2024, and who we think is going to be the best. Third base was very difficult. And I Loaded. know I started this last week. I worked on this for a few days of like kind of changing the names around because it's loaded, like you're saying, Jamie. So I'm going to start things off. My number five for third base, and you need to put some respect on his name. He won a gold glove. It's Cabrian Hayes. The youngster has been left off of 
some top 10 rankings for third base and disrespected. And I think just like he proved himself in winning a gold glove and knocking Arenado off of that uh, streak, he's going to do the same thing this year and prove that he's a top third baseman. Listen, the numbers that he put up, 61 defensive runs saved at third base over the past three seasons. He ended that decade-long streak of the NL Gold Glove wins by Nolan Arenado when he was actually what many would have thought shorted and should have won it the year before. And at 26 years old, last year was a huge step for him on at the plate as well. He raised his OPS by more than 100 points after hitting 244, 314, 345 in 2022, increased his numbers offensively, continues to be a great defensive piece. And I think this year, because he's being left off, you guys are giving him some extra motivation. If you don't include him on your top 10, he's going to be a top five third baseman. Cabrian. Wow. Uh, I do not have him <laughs> in my top seven, but he's a very good player. Listen, I would, probably have him underrated. eighth on my list. Uh, mm -hmm. No, I think he's one of those guys that's emerging for sure. Um, yeah. He's not, uh, I, I don't know. Like, uh, he's a very good player. He certainly could be top five at the end of the year, no doubt about it. I'm going to start off with another young pup um, at number five. So six and seven, I'll give you. I had uh, Raphael Devers and Nolan yeah. Arenado, yeah. which shows you how freaking good third Insane. base is that those guys aren't even in my top five. I'm going to go with the young kid, uh, Gunnar Henderson. Had a 6.2 war last year as a 21 and 22-year-old you know, one of those faces of the franchise uh, with Rutschman there for for the Orioles as they turn their quarter. Uh, you know, pretty consistent 255 hitter, uh, 82 RBIs last year, almost approached 30 home runs. So if he takes that step up into like the mid 30s, like 33, 34 home runs, uh, you know, I think this kid could even be higher than number five. He's only 22 years old still, which is absolutely ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I'm going Gunnar Henderson number five. Guys, I love that we all selected a young, rising third baseman for this list. And Renee, you talk you talked about putting respect on Key Brian Hayes' name because the glove has always been there and the the offense is improving. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go the inverse. Put some respect on my man's name because the offense has always been there. And once the glove gets a little bit better, oh, Michael this, Franco. This kid any day now, Jamie. <laughs> any day now. I think that this kid is a certain and again, this is tough because this means like Jamie, like you said, you're leaving some legit oh, stars this is the oh, toughest yeah. one this is off really this hard. positional group. But I'm gonna go with a projected player as well at my number five. I'm going Isak Paredes at number five for the Tampa Ooh, Bay Race. Thirty one home runs last year. Uh, he was 90, a fantasy savior for me last year. He, yeah. Offensively, the kid is improving drastically. 31 home runs for the first time in his career. 98 RBI last year. Just a 250 average, but an OBP of 350 because it, it's funny, guys. This guy doesn't strike out. You see a power hitter, right? And you go, mm -hmm. okay, that's 25% per, you know, strikeout rate. This guy's strikeout rate last year was at 18%, and his walk rate was at over 10 And the one thing Damn. to me that makes me think that this guy takes an even bigger step next year, guys, his BABIP last year was 257 the mm. league average is 292 or so which means that on the balls that he put in play he almost was like a hard luck loser and that means to me that he maybe takes a bigger step in 2024 uh, I really like Isak Paredes's game and I think he is going to continue to grow 
a lot of really good young third basemen on this list for all three of us. Yeah, yeah. I was conf- – listen, again, everybody you've named, I was toying with their names in my list. I do love the um, – I just want to make a quick shout-out in the chat to the Whitley comments about a, a different world because I love that show. I still watch that show. And, yes, Ray, I just had to have a Braun in my top five because no. Brons are always top five for me. Now, my number four – Alex Bregman. Now, he's had kind of an up and down stretch. When you look at his numbers in 2020, 2021, down years, then in 2022, uh, came back on the up and up. 2023 was just okay. He has hit 22 home- homers, slash for 268, 364, 444. His on base percentage leads all third basemen, and he's got the second lowest strikeout percentage. Uh, and then also seven defensive runs saved and two OAAs. He is someone that I feel like just produces a lot on both sides of the ball. And I think this is going to be another up year for him. Uh, Just seeing the way that he rebounded after 2021 to have a strong year in 2022, we know the fluctuation sometimes that players go through. And I imagine this year is going to be a better year for me at a four, nine war uh, 122 OPS last year. And I think with 25 homers, 90 RBIs last year, we're going to get a solid Alex Bregman this year. And he's going to be a top third baseman at number yeah, four. I also have him at number four. Um, you know, slightly lower war than Gunnar Henderson. Uh, but it, I think the the model of consistency is what keeps him on this list. Like, he's always going to be, like, pretty much 100 runs scored, 100 yeah. RBI type of guy. His power, he's shown he can get into the 40s once. He's been in the 30s, I think, once or twice. Uh, it was down around 25 last year. You know, just as consistent as consistent can be. Uh, on base for his career is 373. This guy knows what the hell he's doing in a batter's box. Tremendous player, Alex Bregman, number four for mm-hmm. me as well. Uh, next, that's it. That's all I gotta <laughs> say. It's Alex Bregman at number four for okay, me as well. Wow, wow. We're all wow. Four. Okay, there was there was the, an internal monologue for me between Alex Bregman and Manny Machado. And Manny Machado, I'm just gonna qualify for you now just missed my list and i know people are going to go or what are you nuts he's not on your top he's five not in all. your top five it's not in my top five he's at not all my top five. uh alex bregman what? at number four nope. for i'm going to echo basically everything <laughs> that you you two just said and uh we can kind of move on yep uh listen spiral i'm glad you love these segments what i love about these segments is that we are not sometimes we're the same like we all have alex number four and sometimes we are very different I'm going with the first player ever for the Orioles to unanimously win AL Rookie of the Year, Gunnar Henderson, as my number three. I know you had him at number five. Yeah, he certainly could be higher. Yeah, listen, Gunnar Henderson is – he's so young and so talented, and everything that Jamie said – plus a thousand um, that he absolutely lived up to the hype that we expected. And I don't even think we've seen the best gunner yet. I just feel like his, his overall performance with confidence with another year under his belt that we're going to get a number three type of performance uh, in terms of top five from Gunnar Henderson. So everything Jamie said, plus one. Yeah. (laughs) So my number three um, is Austin Riley. I didn't want to have him uh, at number two just because I think, I don't know. I just want to see it again. Um, You know, this is a kid that when he came up, played a little left field, played a little third base, came up at third, was struggling, got sent out to left, struggled there, came back and like really just stole third base uh, and kind of turned a corner in his career. He had a 5-9 war last year, approached 40 home runs, you know, 100 RBI type of guy, uh, batted 281 on base 345. His war was almost six. Um, 
fucking Austin Riley. He's a really good player, and we're going to have to deal with him for a long time down in Atlanta. So he's number three on my list for third baseman. All right, number three. I'm going to go with somebody that I'm, I'm surprised when you guys both Devers? sent me your list. Neither of you had on your list, period. It's Rafi Devers at number three. I had him number no, six. He was, so yeah. the, yes. the, the reason that I think a lot of people struggle with Rafi Devers was because of his defense early in his career. But the offense has continually been there for Devers uh, yeah. basically throughout the course of his career. And the defense has steadily improved enough to become – a slightly below average defensive war defender. He's in that point, you know, three, negative point three, negative point five range. But this is a guy who once hit 54 doubles in a season. He's hit over 30 home runs three times in his career. It was a 27 two years ago, broke 100 RBI for the third time last season. He walks enough to have an, an, an OBP in the 350, 360 range, and the average is consistently 270, 280. Uh, this guy is an all-around complete offensive force. The only thing he doesn't do is steal bases. And um, I mean, if I'm going to take... You're not really looking for stolen bases out of your third if, base. If I'm going to take something off the list, yeah. that's pretty yeah. much <laughs> uh, a, a negotiable one. That's so, a historical power position. I don't need stolen I think, bases. I think there. this kid is still somehow underrated across baseball, and maybe it's because Probably. Boston stinks mm-hmm. over the last last couple of years Probably. but this kid's really freaking he's really good. awesome yeah. and, and to me i think he is i think he's still improving you guys remember i think How he's only he? 28 he's 29 only, no he's 26 20, or 20 just just turned yeah. 27 what, he enter major league baseball when he was 14 it feels like he's like been, been around forever he's, already he's now he's heading into his eighth major league season Damn. excuse me maybe his yeah his eighth major league wow. season he's just 27 years old he's gonna be 27 for the entirety of the year wow i think this kid's still slept on i think yeah, he's, he's the a, third yeah, best he was number six on my list i was gonna say he was right i had, I had him at one point in my list i honestly typed up my list and moved it around so many times i i got to a point i was like you know what i just got it i just got to send it in yeah i have to be done with it because there was there was a, as exact as you're mentioning we're projecting for 2024 and there were so many arguments to play you know put guys in different spots but for number two for me i'm going with austin riley i do feel like after having three straight seasons of uh 30 homers 90 rb plus 30 homers plus 90 rbis five worst season uh although he has been as high as number one on some rankings. He's not there for me because my number one is in my opinion, the best third baseman right now in baseball. But I do think Austin Riley, who has hit this, the second most homers by a third baseman. He's exactly, as you mentioned, Jamie, um, continue to just produce at a very high level on an already stacked team. We talk so much about Ronald Acuna Jr. and Matt Olson and different guys for the Braves, but Austin Riley, sadly, at 26, is still a top third baseman, and I don't think he's number one, but I think for 2024, he will still be in that number two spot. Yeah, I think it was MLB Network had him number one. Yeah. Um, so, you know, like, it's you could put Austin Riley anywhere in this top five and and – Probably sure. anywhere in the top three. Really. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say, Jamie, if you yeah. put him in five, four, I, five, I, I might fight you. But when you're top three right now, if I gave you the choice right now, Gunnar Henderson or Austin Riley as a GM, which are you choosing? Oh, as a GM, oh, well, you know what I mean? We, like are, the are youth you, of you, Gunnar Henderson contracts involved? Or like, no, just forget contract. I'm Let's just taking, assume they're equally paid. I'm gonna take Austin Riley. He's 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 I mean, twenty six. He's not still that has, much older. I think. Well, the reason I think it's an interesting debate is I think Austin Riley has. I don't want to say plateaued, but okay. kind of like hit his peak. Whereas I think Gunnar Henderson still has maybe some better days ahead. Which, which yeah, is totally fair. fair. But if for you're sure. going to say that the guy's peak is 
71. Oh, his uh, peak is tremendous. 100, yeah. 109 home runs in three seasons. Yeah. But I'd be lying to you if I said Can I could you just defi- make that decision safely. Like, I'd want to sleep on Gunnar Henderson if presented with that. Sure. So that's, yeah. I, and listen, I'm not, I'm not knocking Gunnar Henderson. It's a win-win a, situation. Sure, absolutely <laughs> it is. But like, yeah. if, if you're saying you're guaranteeing me three straight seasons of 33, 38, 37, 107, 93, 97, I think I'm going to take the definitive choice because it's not like Austin Riley's a I bad defender. Thing. He was a no. good yeah. finalist last year. But Gunnar Henderson might exceed those levels. So that's why I think it's a good barroom debate. He might. He might. He, yes. might. he might. He might. Uh, so number two on my list, I, I'm shocked you guys just <laughs> threw him away outside of the top Again, five. It's a tough, it's a tough list. I, I mean, there might not be much more of a consistent <laughs> player in baseball than uh, Manny Machado. You pretty much know you're getting... 100 RBIs, more or less, pretty much 30 to 32 home runs. He's going to play spectacular defense for you. Uh, He's a year removed from having a 366 on base. I think San Diego got off to a weird start last year. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, you know, he was just a little behind some of his regular numbers. But, I mean, Manny Machado is just like, damn. Um, You know, Austin Riley probably deserves to be slightly ahead of him, but I gave Manny like the veteran kind of hat tip here that. Uh, and kept him at number two on my list. I think he's going to have a bigger year this year than he did last year. Uh, and him and Tatis, any, any team in baseball would be pumped to have those two at the center of it. Uh, so, you know, Manny Machado, number two for me. I guess I respect my elders. That's fair. I mean, I, fair. I, I, sure. does that mean I have to respect you? No. no. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, and so here's my thing with, with Machado real quick, and then I'll give you my number two very quickly because it's the same as Renee's. It's Austin Riley. Um, Machado, I've never seen a player go from somebody I loved to somebody I hated so more <laughs> in a career than Manny Machado. When he was with Baltimore, I idled that guy. He wasn't a third baseman. I didn't, I'm not right-handed. I have no power. There's no reason for me to idolize that guy. Yeah. But the guy was a, I mean, he is still a great baseball player. Don't get me wrong, but I just love the way he played the game. And then all the stuff in San Diego started happening. That's he got, what's in. Yeah, and, yeah. And that's not fair to him. Some of it, <laughs> but uh, no, they just kind of, ha- they've been like a little bit of a mess the last two years, the Padres. A little. And, and I will say that if I had to do this all over again, the, the, the flip, if I put Manny Machado in would have been for Alex Bregman. And I know that that's so unfair to say, you're going to put Isak Paredes over both of those guys. And, um, that would have been my that would have been my flip. But anyway, my number two is Austin Riley as well, Renee. Um, because of everything we just talked about, you give me three yeah. straight years of plus thirty home runs, three straight years of near hundred RBIs. The guy hit three hundred three, two seventy three, two eighty one over the last three seasons. I don't, and I know Jamie, you said you maybe want to see it a little bit more. I don't need to see any more from this kid. Um, I think that he's become he's well. I shouldn't say I think he's become a Gold Glove caliber defender. Mm-hmm. A one plus D WAR over each of the last three seasons. 30 plus home runs each of the last three seasons. To me, he's solidified himself as a top two, uh, top two third yes, baseman. Yes, he's annoyingly in awesome. Yeah. And I hate that the Braves are in the NL East. <laughs> All right, our number one guy. I guess we're uniform across I the board think we here. Are, and if we're Wait, not, nobody left them off their top five, did they? I I hope not. Yeah, if you do, Boehm, see right? yourself out of here. <laughs> yeah, Alec Bohm, number one. <laughs> All right. Number one, by no surprise at all, in uh, my opinion, Jose Ramirez, without a doubt. Listen, when you have these numbers, 22 home runs, slash 277, 351, 476, uh, lowest strikeout percentage of all third basemen, 24 stolen bases led all third basemen. We talk about third basemen don't steal bases. Well, Jose does. Uh, Ramirez also has the highest base runs of all third basemen with 5.4. 
Listen, the numbers he's put up at 31 years old, it's now. He's here. We talk about that consistency. The Gold Glove, Gold Glove finalist, four-time Silver Slugger. He's he is in a consistent stretch where we're gonna get we're gonna know that Ramirez is going what you're gonna get from him, I should say. And so for me, I know they I've seen him in various spots on rankings, and it's, it's appalling to me. He is the best third baseman in baseball. And uh, I'm going, yeah, five one war. It's 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 Ramirez. Yeah, I mean, when you look at his career numbers, um, you know, a career two eighty hitter, basically a career on base of three fifty five, a career slugging Insane. of four ninety nine, and a career OPS of eight fifty four. Gold Glove defense steals bases. Does it all? Can put him anywhere you want in the lineup. Mm -hmm. He's just the total package. Jose Ramirez is awesome. Yeah, listen, we don't need to add too much more. It's it's Jose Ramirez for me as well, and it's been Jose Ramirez for me for a couple of seasons. When we talked to Mandy uh, last week, you flat out asked her, Jamie, what does Jose Ramirez have to do to get the, the national respect and love that he deserves? And I hate to be this person, but I almost feel like it's play on a good baseball team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's the Absolutely only thing it. that stops this guy from being a recognized stud. 150 or more hits in seven of the last eight seasons, and the only season that he didn't do it in was – the COVID shortened year, 50 doubles a season uh, about five years ago, 44 56. led the league, uh, 44 doubles led the league last year. Uh, the defense has improved too, right? Maddie talked about it. The defense has gotten better over the years. He's really made mm -hmm. it a point to make his defense uh, more playable and he's become a gold glove caliber finalist. And uh, I, I think at this point, it's it's not questionable who the number one first baseman is. Yeah. It's, it's or excuse me, for number one third baseman, it's Jose Ramirez. Yeah, five 2020 seasons in the last six years, uh, a 45.6 war over his 11 seasons, which is 33rd all-time for third baseman. I mean, he's he's in a, a league of his own. His OPS plus, which is based on, like, the 100 scale, uh, if 100 was, like, you know, war, basically. His career OPS plus is 129. That's disgusting. Yeah. Career. He needs to get out of He needs to get out of that. He's been as high Go as to a better team, 167 he had one season, Tyler. Yeah. How about uh, over the last three seasons, 5.8, 5.8, and 5.0 flat offensive war? Jeez. I mean, it's insane. The guy, yeah. the guy post, has posted a near 43-0 war in his 11 Major League seasons. And think about it, too. Like, the one year everybody's O-War is going to take a dip because of the COVID-shortened exactly. season. And he still led the league in O-War with a 3.1. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's good at baseball. Yeah, well, something I'm not good at is guess that stance. Uh, but we got to get there in a second. Yeah, because I'm going to have to pee pretty soon, Renee. So we gotta... you, ha you have drank a lot. Yeah. And I, I was going to say you should chug another Miller Lite. I coffee and down this delicious I will say, Miller Lite. I will say I had a little uh, cough. That was lingering, and thanks to my Miller Lite, it helped to clear oh, things there you right go. up. See, yeah, like, it's basically I didn't like going in to the my doctor. Yeah, yeah, you know, something light. Miller Lite. Miller. It's like a doctor's appointment. <laughs> a Miller Lite a day keeps the doctor away. <laughs> yeah. Cheaper than your so. copay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, the one thing I did want to just quickly hit on before we get into guess that stance is the updates around Blake Snell, who has been, we know he was offered by the Yanker, Yankers. The Yankers? It could be the Yankers. Oh, that Miller Lite, man. Uh, the Yankees, just kidding, offered Blake Snell before. Apparently, they still have that serious interest. And what's interesting most about this is Jim Bowden did come out on Major League Baseball Network Radio saying that if 
Zach Wheeler's camp gets greedy. Dave Dombrowski could pivot to Blake Snell or Jordan Montgomery right now. And then he could play this year with Wheeler, Nola, and then Montgomery slash Snell as his first three starters. Backload the deal. Let Wheeler walk as a free agent. No, no, no. But now the speculation continues because Blake Snell and Jordan Montgomery are still out there. And Jim Bowden's comments had me like, what? But, uh, Jamie, (laughs) um, I think Blake Snell is going to the Yankees. I, I don't so. know where Jordan Montgomery is going because we have heard so many various reports. The Rangers are no longer interested, allegedly, and the Phillies still seem to be Chris a favorite. Chris said but it. It's not allegedly. I mean, well, yes. he came out it and is, said, it like, is the truth. Don't, don't expect say. any more big additions here. Yeah, I mean, the more this takes, uh, you know, the better the chances Phillies uh, have. Because, you know, I know Todd's, like he said, one or two-year deal. I think ideally they would just want a one-year deal yeah. uh, with that potential Wheeler extension coming. So, you know, the longer the Jordan Montgomery market takes, uh, I think it, the better it is for the Phillies' chances of getting them on that one-year overpaid deal. This is the longest offseason since 2017 where this many top 50 free agents are still available this late into the season. Uh, so it's pretty weird. You I know, wonder whose fault that is. What's that? I wonder whose fault that is. <laughs> yeah. I, Could it I, be I, Scott Boris? Scott Boris. Uh, yeah, it's, it's getting quite annoying. Bora, but, Bora. you know, if, if he wants to use the Phillies to uh, uh, potentially be a real suitor and or drive up other teams' bargain, you know, prices, then uh, I'm all for it. Yeah. Yeah. And then with that, and sorry, Cleveland John, I, I didn't realize you're a Guardians fan, but I should have put that together, Cleveland John, as we were talking about, uh, you know, needing to move our guy Jose out of there. Listen, another thing that talked talking about moves and free agency Mike Trout has been on the hunt he was asked uh you know and had been talked about in trade possibilities and Mike Trout did say asking for a trade would be the quote easy way out he said he's talked to the front office and is content right now there might be a time maybe wait it gets better there might be a time maybe I really haven't thought about this. Have you not really? But when I sign that contract, I'm loyal. I want to win the championship here, Jamie. And then he also said he's been (laughs) pushing the Angels owner, Art Moreno, to add free agents this spring. Um, He's been very he's been speaking with free agents, apparently. And uh, there have been free agents that told Mike Trout they want to play for the Angels. And now Moreno's. Got to make that decision to sign them. So Mike Trout is hoping to bring a championship to the Angels, and that's he's loyal, guys, mm. and he hasn't even thought about he hasn't even There's, thought about a move. I, I'm really looking forward Cap to <laughs> the post Angels Mike Trout um, playing days, so we can stop talking about this. Uh, they're not going to bring in pitchers. They didn't spend big money. You just lost baseball, Jesus. You're not going to win shit in Anaheim, Mike. <laughs> just say you won out. It's the easy way out because it's the easiest way out. Just get the hell out of there so other people can see you play baseball. There, there's a way that Mike Trout can win a World Series, and it starts with asking. Hi, out. hi everybody. I'm John Chambi. <laughs> Welcome to MLB The Show. Yeah. yeah. Listen, uh, as the saying goes, uh, don't pee on my back and tell me it's rain. Like, don't tell us. Have you ever heard that one? I thought it was don't. pee on my shoulder and tell me it's raining, but same thing. Back, shoulder, it's back, I'm pretty sure. But the point of the quote the shoulder's is... Shoulder's worse because then it would be sprayed to the face. <laughs> I mean, right? Yeah, but, like, it's all gross. Um, but the point of this is Mike Trout... Unless you're into golden showers, right? <laughs> then it's probably not gross. Probably sounds right up your alley. You know, I'm trying really hard, Jamie, to get... 
You took me I there. I was thinking it. It's, it's a saying. It's a saying. You would. Okay. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the point Speaking is. Speaking of peeing, I'm going to have to do it real soon, Renee. <laughs> pee yourself. Pee yourself. Would that be good content? Nope. No. No. Not in your khakis. Listen, the point is, Mike Trout, we are very aware of the trajectory of the Angels. There's nothing that signals that you guys are going to be potentially no, winning a championship winning anytime any. soon. So don't Just claim that you haven't thought about it and you want to win. Everybody wants to win a championship with their team. Hashtag free, free Herb. But that doesn't mean you're going Hashtag to win. free Trout. Right. Please, That Just doesn't mean you're out. going to win a championship with the Angels. So this blasphemous comment about like, I haven't really thought about this. I'm happy here. I'm loyal. We're going to win a championship and I'm staying until we win a championship. But well, you're going to be staying there for a long time then. Uh, till death do you part at that rate, because I don't know if there's ever going to be an Angels championship in this lifetime. Yeah, I've been... Let uh, alone in his career. I've been uh, watching baseball for a long time, and ever since I've watched baseball, the the Angels are allergic to obtaining starting pitchers. <laughs> they had Jared Weaver, and that's it. CJ Wilson. <laughs> um, yeah, Mike. Uh, you're not going to win. you one time. Yeah, like you're not going to win an Anaheim, Mike. I'm sorry. I, I just really want to stop hearing yeah. about it every year. You don't want to ask. It's like the Dame Lillard thing all over again. Like, we get it. And guess what Dame eventually did? He asked out. It's your only yeah. chance of winning. Ask out of there. Exactly. It's a, it's a crap franchise. Okay. Um, okay. So in the chat, you guys are hilarious. Don't they're singing to you, Jamie. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Mm. Um, but I'm now Googling cause I did hear pee on my leg and tell me it's not raining, but it was in a movie. Watch what you're Googling here. <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> you're going to find stop. yourself in some real dark corners of the oh, internet. No, right? You're so right. You're so right. Okay. Let's move on. Um, let's get into guess that stands where it's not going to actually take me down a rabbit hole of very inappropriate things on the Google. So we've been doing decent. Uh, I forget who Friday was because I just, you know, pushed it out of my head. I moved on. Was Derek Call? No. No, he was Thursday. Friday was Friday was somebody ridiculous, I feel like. Um Who was Friday, Tyler? Friday was give me one moment, please. My Slack channel oh, it was would load. Roman Quinn. Roman um, Quinn, that's right. Oh my lord. All right. That so it's been one. getting more difficult. We have two weeks left of guess that stands, guys. I hope you're enjoying this segment just as much as you enjoy the rest. I know we got a, a nice shout out from Ray who was saying our show has been becoming one of his favorites that he's now locked in every day because every day we're 11 a.m. Monday to Friday live here on PHY Philly's podcast. All right. So it's time for Guess That Stands. It's getting extremely difficult, but hopefully you guys can help us out in the chat. Uh, let's see who we've got today. What's the what's the. What's the grading, Tyler? Where does this stand? Um, I would say that this is probably I actually think this based on this individual picture might not be terribly difficult. I would say that this on a scale of one to 10 is probably a four Mm. because I think that there are defining traits of the silhouette that you could pick up. on. Yeah. Okay. 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 So here is your, uh, here is your player. I'll see it in a minute when it's up. on And, uh, again, I think that there are defining traits on this one. Um, that I think that you will be able to figure Last out. Last time we had a four, it was like Bryson Stott. I think um, Marsh might have been a four. I oh, will tell you, it's it's not a current player. Okay. Oh, good. We're getting hints. Well, the, the, you, because you said you're you're comping it to, you're comping it to two players that are currently on the team. Oh. This player is not on the team. Okay, I'll take that hint. Oh. Okay. Ooh. Is that a hand? Right. That's not a hair. <laughs> 
That is a lefty right hand on the bottom of the Like head. that is his hand oh, up wait, by his no, head. Could, yeah, it's a lefty. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I was looking at it backwards. Wait. Whoa. I saw no, his back. No, that's a righty. No, now I see him facing us. But at first I saw Damn his it. back to us. Gosh, darn it. I literally see both. Again, the shoulders. I don't know if. No, it's a lefty. Huh? But is that his right or left hand? I can't tell. Guys, See, I, again, for, for the people that are, are <laughs> listening on podcasts, I'm watching these two try to have follow throughs <laughs> where they're like, what happens if I it's one know. hand on the bat? No, I it's got to be a lefty. Righty. No, I think it's a lefty. I do. Okay, wait. I just said two different things. I think it's a lefty. I think his left hand is up by his head. His right hand is on the bat. And that's his left. I'm going to go with my gut, which was lefty. Oh my gosh, Tyler! How is this a four? I literally can see. Well, it, it would be a four <sighs> if you got the handedness right. Jeez Louise! Is it lefty? Because it's not a lefty. It's a righty. Wow. Okay. Okay. Okay, it's a righty. All nice. right, everybody in the chat, we got a righty, not on the current team. Oh, okay. I'm texting you. What? The minute you figured out it was a righty, I had a feeling you might get this one. Okay. Jeez. In the chat, it is a righty. Randy's I know. right. It's definitely either a righty or a lefty. It's one of the two. <laughs> Have yet to see a middle hitter. Oh, Stand square in front Lord. of the plate like like. Uh, okay, there's Billy not Madison, many guesses in the chat because Ray was saying he was going to say Turner, but obviously it's not. I am officially in. And while everybody's in here getting tortured with us, hit that likes up button, please. All right, Jamie's answer is locked oh, in. Oh man! All right, I'm gonna I'm just gonna pull one out of left field. Who was, the, who was the bust out that she did that? Okay. 30. Um, Joe Thurston. Thurston Joe Thurston. Uh, listen, when in doubt, just this throw is, a name yeah, out. This, this is probably Casper Wells, right? You, you guys remember him? Um, okay. Hey, the Sixers are signing Darius Baisley. Oh. I didn't even know they had him. Yeah, he was on their G League team. Yeah, I didn't even realize that. I don't know if he did this guy already, but I'm going to send him to you. And let me know if we did him already so I can okay. give you a different name. I am in. I don't remember who we did anymore, so I might be okay. able to tell you. Okay. You know, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let it rock. Corey Dickerson was great, Dave P. That was one of the better things Clint uh, did. yes, we did Dang do it! him already. Uh, right. All right, all right, all right. Let me try Renee again. Renee really just wants to see me pee my pants on the air today. <laughs> That's all I'm gathering from this. <laughs> Hurry up. All right. R Renee has another answer locked up. in. We are locked in. One of the two of you are correct today. I mentioned this guy earlier in the show. Wait. Any day now, Jamie. Wait. Any day Any now. Any day. This guy's coming right. around. It's not me. Now batting for the Phillies, third baseman, Michael Franco. Any day he's coming around. It was the over-exaggerated power swing that did it for me. Mm -hmm. The launch angle, his shoulders are up. Like, he's just trying to hit bombs, which I respect. Uh, but, yes. Michael Franco. Mm. Well, you and Mickey got it correct, so congrats, guys. Look at us, congrats. Mickey. Look at us. I saw Paul a Rudd lot meme. of other answers in the chat, and we were all wrong, Who guys. did you guess? Jim. Tommy. Who's a lefty? <laughs> Bad day for Renee. Bad day. Oh, shoot. He is. <laughs> okay. And he's, like, much taller and a whole different build. I told you I just threw out a name because... I don't know. David Bell. There's a name I haven't heard in a while. I don't know. My Not me doing guess. all that to figure out it's a righty and still answering with a lefty. Sounds about Monday. Yeah. 
Sounds like somebody's having a case on the Mondays. Yeah, it's a case. You know on that Monday. movie? I do. Um. Uh, well, no. Uh, Hell no, man. I reckon you get your ass kicked. You say something like that around here. Oh, Tyler. It's office space. Thank you. Oh, oh, that's a good one. Sounds like somebody's having a case on the Monday. What? That's a good one. No. Hell no, man. Get your ass kicked oh, for saying something like that. Well, I'm happy for all of you guys that are having a positive <laughs> case of Mondays. Uh, and if you want a case again, you can check out our lovely sponsors, Miller Lite, for a nice case. Yes, thank you, delicious. Miller Lite. I'm pumped to have you More aboard. taste, only 96 calories at Miller Lite. Happy to have them on board with us. Uh, I'll have to, to have... shotgun one of these bottles. I haven't shotgunned a bottle. Oh, is that a thing that you can yeah. do with a bottle? Yeah, you just keep it sealed, put a hole in it, and then open it. Okay, maybe tomorrow. And yeah, we'll see how I'm feeling. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, why you, put you off can shotgun a bottle. Why put, in fact, you can shotgun why anything. Put off, why put off to, for tomorrow what you can do today? <laughs> yeah. Do it now. Uh, do, it now. do it I, now. Do it now. Do it now. I'm not in a proper shotgunning <laughs> but phase. But if you shotgun and pee yourself at the same time. I, that's very possible. That's gross. All right. All right I, I'm about so, to get up and leave. No, no. We appreciate you guys all. You can now get ready to leave. Hit that thumbs up button. <sighs> Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back live tomorrow, 11 a.m. Same time, same place. More Miller Lights. More baseball talk. John will be joining us live to give us updates from down in Clearwater. 23 days until we're down there. 35 days until opening day. And about three seconds until Jamie pees himself. So have a great rest of your Monday. Thanks for tuning in. See you tomorrow, friends. Peace.